1: Better than most. Better than most. Better than most! (laughs) Winner, winner, chicken dinner! Four! You got real talent. Don't concentrate on golf. Oh, just when we thought we might be out, they pull us back in for one more episode before the year is over. That's right. We are back with another edition of the links and locks best bets podcast presented by bet365 we think i don't know maybe the last edition of the year but you never know what's going to happen we thought we might be done at the rsm classic but now we'll come back for the hero world challenge why wouldn't we tiger woods and 19 of the other best players in the world collected at the hero world challenge this week i'm jason sobel from the action network he is ben everill from golf bet we'll in just a minute get to our draft as we do every year here on the podcast our draft of the top players in this week's field and the guys we like the most. But first, got to tell you all about Bet365. Of course, they present The Links and the Locks podcast here. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. It believes that every sport should be epic. Every tournament, every game, every point, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today with code ACTION, A C T I O N, and you'll get $365 in bonus bets when you bet just $1. Whatever the sport Whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 or older only must be present in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions apply. And so, Benny, we've come to, we think, <laughs> maybe the last big event of the year the hero world challenge tiger making his return Uh, we've got victor hovland is the two-time defending champion just kind of your overall thoughts about uh what we're looking for going into this week is there is there a specific type of player that you're looking at before we get into names
0: Uh, i'm looking for players that seem to turn up at this time of year to be honest uh you know i think you can sometimes throw throw a bit of form out the window. It's good to have it obviously. If you want players that maybe have been playing aren't necessarily a little bit rusty or at least have proven to not be to be able to knock rust off quick. But also just the guys that go to these events that are in, you know, awesome places of the world. This is the Bahamas. They could be hanging out. You know, that most of them have got family or whatever there. They're they're off to the Atlantis resort doing water slides and whatever else, they're hitting the, potentially the casino at night. You want them to also be switched on and want to win a golf tournament if if that's the type of player, you know, that that you're looking for for me and Look, you you mentioned, obviously, Tiger Woods is back. That's huge. That's uh, obviously what most of us will be tuning in for to see how he goes first time in a long time. And just a sneaky little appearance too, by the way, of Will Zalatoris back to play. Another one to keep an eye out just to see how he's swinging it, how things have adjusted from his back surgery and whether or not he will be the type of player that will build into something special again next year, which is, of course, what he was doing right before he got hurt the very first time was sort of trending to being one of the elite players. So it'd be very interesting to see just how he goes uh, in that cauldron of competition again.
1: Yeah, he makes some really good points there. Uh, Will Zalatoris is a guy that I actually like a little bit this week. Uh, We'll get into him in just a few minutes. But uh, as far as general thoughts this week, I'm going once again on strokes gain motivation. I am looking for guys that are hungry this time of year, guys who maybe haven't peaked in 2023 and are looking for a little something to springboard them into 2024. I'm looking for those who are maybe treating this as a business trip more so than a vacation. I know that's hard to try to figure out, but we're going to try to do that over the next little bit. We did this last year where we essentially played our 18 holes instead of making bets. There just aren't that many bets to make for 20 players and try to figure out like, well, I like him for a top 20 this week. Uh, Yeah. well, That's pretty good call. Can't finish outside the top 20. So, um, and by the way, any books offering a top 20 this week, take it. Whatever you can get, take, take it. it. That's, that's our, that's our best advice for the week. <laughs> Other than that, uh, we did this last year where we'll go back and forth. We're going to do a draft based on the odds. And so uh, I might pick a player first. Benny is going to pick a player next. Like we're going to go back and forth and we're going to pick guys based on what their odds are. It doesn't necessarily mean that if we pick a guy at 30 to one, we like him better than a player at plus 450 it just means that based on those odds we think he has more than a uh 1/6 chance of of winning uh, versus the other guy so uh we're going to get into that as Benny mentioned to me before we hit the record button now uh, you said Cameron Young might've been one of the two guys that we <laughs> left off our draft last year and he finished in third place in his debut. Yeah,
0: possibly. I, I just, I, I just have a vague recollection of us yeah. getting to the end and going, okay, here are the two players we left off and then texting each other the next few days. Uh, that, and it might've been Cameron Young, cause I think he was third on debut there. Um, yeah. And he might've been the one we didn't draft or whoever I, it was, though, I think he was right. definitely in contention for a while, uh, which was, trying its best to put egg on our face. We'll see which two players we leave out this year, i.e. which two are probably going to contend.
1: Exactly, yeah. So you'll yeah. have to listen to the end of the pod here. you got to listen all the way through to find out. The guys who actually are going to be one two are the guys that we're going to leave out from our 18-hole draft. So, all right, Benny, why don't you kick things off? Uh, we're going to play 18-holes as we usually do, but a little bit differently. We're going to go back and forth. A draft for this week's Hero World Challenge. You can kick things off.
0: Well, mate, you haven't called me Chalky Benny for nothing over this entire year. I know we're talking about where the odds and what we want to do uh, and not necessarily doing this in order. But I did throw out the story last week uh, that if you had a bet the favourite in every event this year on the PGA Tour, you would have won only eight times. But if you had a bet that, that favourite $100 every time, you would have cleared three grand. Uh, I'm going to steal the favourite because of that. I'm going to keep Chalky Benny. I'm taking the two-time defending champion. Victor Hovland, terrible odds at four to one, et cetera. But I still think he is the type that will turn up and try to play well. And I just don't think I want to leave him for you. He's a 67 scoring average on this course, winning it the two times he's played. So I'm taking him, not letting you have him. Simple as that.
1: Yeah, no, look, I knew that was coming. Uh, I feared you'd go. Anytime a guy's a two-time defending champion, he's going to be first on your list of guys to pick for that week because why wouldn't he win for a third time in a row? Look, I I like Victor Ofland. He's made an absolute killing over the last few years uh, on resort courses in seaside, uh, tropical locations. So this fits the profile for Victor, and I I certainly don't like betting against him, but I, I see some separation this week. And looking at the odds, They're the top four on the board. It's Hovland, Scheffler, Max Homa, and Colin Morikawa right behind them. And then there's this pretty good divide until we get to sort of the next tier. And I'm going to start with a guy who's right at the beginning of that next tier, a guy who, when I talk about strokes gain motivation, nobody Ah. is more motivated than Justin Thomas coming off a year where he missed the cut in three of the four majors, missed the FedEx Cup playoffs, was criticized as being a pick for the U.S. Ryder Cup team. He needs a big springboard to go into 2024 on a good note. This is a place where he's finished in fifth place. Each of the last three times he's played it, Justin Thomas at 16-1 to makes a ton of sense to me this week, Benny.
0: Yeah, that was the other guy I was tossing up between. Uh, Clearly, he would have been my next pick. You've taken him off the board. I did... Um, contemplate taking him first, knowing that you'd probably like him as well. Just or even the added, like just the Tiger Woods effect. Like he obviously he just, he steps it up when he's around Tiger um, and will want to prove himself in front of Tiger. It's simple as that. Just yeah. JT will be uh, ready to rumble. Um, I've been there a few times in Albany, I've walked, walked the course in private et cetera with him. He, he enjoys himself, but he switches on when it comes to game time. And I think that'll be the same again. Um, interesting. I think he's like fifth the last few years in a row. So yes. if you if you're looking for you know if you want to go in the top 5 at the minus number and just get a little bank going I think that's pretty safe even not very conservative but I think he I think he is highly motivated like you spoke
1: I I believe he's actually plus money for a top 5 this week even though he's tied for fifth on the board let me let me go through this real quick I'm looking here at bet 365 for uh top finishes there we go I got it here Not so good with computers, technology, clicking, (laughs) top five finish, plus 175 for Justin Thomas, which, again, I really like him to win. I super like him for a top five this week. I'll also say, Benny, when we talk about him being motivated, last year at the PNC Championship, I sat down with him for an interview that we did for Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio, and I asked him to assess his season. He's like, man, really disappointing. Didn't do enough. I left a few tournaments out there. I should have played better. He, he was mad at himself, and I had to remind yeah. him, "You won a major this year. This year, a year later, things were not as as good as they were last year. Last year, he was mad when he won a major. This year, he's going to be very mad at himself. He knows he's got work to do. I love him to start it this week.
0: Yeah, um, I, I, you know. Hope, hopefully, I don't regret taking Hovland first, but leaving Thomas for you. But clearly, odds wise, it's a good. It's a good pickup. Um, all right, I'll go to my next pick, my second pick, the third hole. You, you mentioned how the odds are in brackets, right? There's the, the top two at the plus four, plus 450. I've taken one of those. The next two, you mentioned Homer and Morikawa around the eight to one mark. Um, I'll probably try to get pick up one of those. And then outside that, you've got some more. So um, given you took my 16 to 18 to one guy off the table, I'm going to go back into the eight to ones. I'll take Morikawa. Take Morikawa before Homer. Um, and I'll do that because, obviously, some recent form. I know he's had the little back twinge that kept him out of the Netflix Cup. But yeah. um, speaking to him and his people, just precautionary more than anything else uh, on that evening uh, or the, a couple of days before it, thought not worth you know pushing it just in case and has been fine since. Uh, and I think we forget that even though he's been... I think sixth and fifth at this event the last two years, the first time he should have won it. He had an absolute blind oh, yeah. up um, yeah. and then just fell apart on the Sunday round to let Hovland win that one. Um, I think that if you take that round out of it on the in the 2022, uh, let's just call it what it is. it was a joke, you know, like he had that tournament, got by the you-know-whats and let it go. Uh, I think that he clearly has the ability to score around there. So... I, again, I'm looking in the tiers. I've already got the top tier guy in Hovland. My next tier guy, I'm going to go with Morikawa.
1: All right. Uh, you're still going with guys near the top of the board. I'm still going further down the board, which uh, is essentially both of our personalities and usual strategies. Yep. But uh, <laughs> simple logic would tell you, you would think that experience matters here. The guys who have played this golf course before, they understand the course, they understand the wind, they understand just sort of. Hey, I don't have to go to every party every night. I don't have to stay at the casino every night. I don't have to do this and that. Um, And so experience should help. That said, 2019, John Rahm won in his debut voyage to this event. Two years ago, Victor Hovland, Sam Burns, and actually Hovland Scheffler and Sam Burns went one, two, three on the board, all making their debut. Last year, as we mentioned, Cam Young making his debut. He was third place. So there's a pretty good track record of players making their first start at this event and playing pretty well. Only three in this field are playing this event for the first time. Brian Harmon, Will Zalatoris, and my pick for the fourth hole here, I'm going with the U.S. Open champion in Wyndham Clark. 22-1, to 1, I think that's a really good number. He's a guy that likes sort of going up against the best players. I could see him sort of wanting to... Not prove something, but just kind of show that, like, hey, I I deserve to be here. I belong. I'm one of the game's top players, and let's go out there and get this. So I'm going to throw Wyndham Clark on the card this week as well.
0: Yeah, you make good points. I said he's also. he just seems to be the the type that won't be caught up in the off course, you know, festivities and drama and whatnot. He seems like he he'd be there ready to win. So I can see why you'd go there. I, I need to get some odds on the board here. I've gone too high early. I've got my chalk, some chalk out of the way. I'm going to throw one at you that current, you you mentioned experience, current form, not the greatest, et cetera, but knowing the terrain, knowing um, the tournament, knowing the players and being in a good frame of mind amongst all his mates, I'm going to go with the sort of around the, what, the 20 to one mark bracket here and throw in Ricky Fowler, former champion. And he also has what, like ninth, fifth, first, third, third, sixth, he's always in the top 10 here. I know that's only half the field, but he's always in the top five or six. He Again, he hasn't been there in a little while. He um, hasn't done great there. In a, like since It's been a while since he won, sorry. But just seems to be the type of guy that would turn up there with the right frame of mind, ready to go, have a bit of fun, and could jag something out of nowhere. Um, and you can get that 20, 20-to-1, 20 22-to-1, depending on where you go. So that's my first value pick, if you will, Ricky Fowler.
1: Yeah. He was going to be my next pick. Actually, uh, I was going to go Fowler and, and you swiped in and grabbed him before me. So I think that makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, I have not seen a weather report and that's uh, by my own admission, uh, part of the strategy, because quite frankly, I've been there. You've yeah. been there. It can blow 30 miles an hour, one minute. And the next minute, it could be blowing five miles an hour. It could be blowing on one side of the course. It can be totally calm on another side of the course. So reading the weather reports really don't help whatsoever. That said, if and when the wind does blow and it should be a win because it usually does there. Ricky Fowler, I still think one of the game's better win players out there. So I think that makes sense to play him here. I'm going to stick with uh, the same number 20 to one where you got Fowler and I'm going to go with Sam Burns again, just looking at value here, just going after a guy who is good player. He's played well here in the past. As I mentioned, third place in his uh, debut start here a couple of years ago. And I'm, I just think he's a good player. I just think that, you know, I can see him winning at 20 to one. I, I, I like the number.
0: Yeah. And he's going to putt well. Always does. Yeah. And that's going to be, that can be the key to this. And you, you mentioned the win. It is it's it is a critical factor, but it's hard to plan for. Like you said, again, they're all going to hit the course at around the same time. There's 20 of them. It's not like, you know, oh, it's going to blow in the afternoon. So, do, well, they're all playing in the afternoon or they're all playing at that time. Right. Um, and, and it does, it drops and goes. And it is, a, it actually, a, bizarre type course where you can see a 61 and a 78 very easily based off the conditions right like you can see a guy throw over to 61 if it's calm and and everything's going well whereas if it's blowing then you know 75 is a grind and probably you're doing okay if it's really blowing so um but trying to plan for it again you're right i mean yeah have a look you can have a look and see oh look it's supposed to be windier on friday whatever but It doesn't change. It's all players are the same. They're all playing in the same conditions uh, regardless. Uh, All right, where am I going next? Seventh best. I don't know where you're going. I'm going to try a little bit more value. Actually, I'm going to go extreme value here. Okay. And go to the 35 to 1 area and go for strokes gain motivation and going to a guy who would love nothing better than to prove himself in front of his he's a uh, idol tiger and that's Keegan Bradley. I'm going to go Ooh. Keegan Bradley in the 35 to one uh, area. Uh, he was third and second in this event way back when one of them, I think only in Albany, the other not. Um, but I just, he's that, he's that gritty type of player that's going to want to want to do well out there in front of this elite field. He always feels like he's the, the left, the one left out of the party. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, there were nine invitations and, um he's the 10th guy you know like we talk about the Ryder cup snub sure. or as he realizes he's not he's he's friends with these guys but more of an acquaintance etc he's just got a little chip on his shoulder and i think that might be enough to give you value at the 35 towards the bottom end of the market uh i can see him contending so maybe a top five top ten market with plus money there is a good one
1: ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices when you said 35 to one wants to show <laughs> off for tiger. I thought that was a Jason day pick of it. I did not see Keegan <laughs> coming, but I also thought it could have been the guy that I'm going to take here. And I, I want to get him off the board before you steal him from me. You mentioned earlier in the pod that will Zalatoris is making his return this week back yeah. in August. Your folks over at PGA tour.com did an interview with will Zalatoris during what would have been his title is, title defense at the uh, FedEx St. Jude Championship. He said then he hoped to return in October. He's returning instead at late November. I get the sense that it's not because there were any setbacks. It's more just what was the point in returning earlier to get yep. in a rep or two before last season was over? Maybe if the fall portion of the schedule was part of the current next season, maybe he would have come back earlier and played some events, but there really wasn't any point in it. He's got any kind of exemptions that he needs to get moving forward, and so uh, the fact that he's probably chomping at the bit, motivated to play some good golf. uh, He, I mean, back then in that interview that he did with Sean Martin of your website, he was, you know, it sounded like he was going a little stir crazy, and that was uh, months ago. And so uh, I'm sure he can't wait to get back out playing uh, golf again. So I, I will take a chance on Will Zalatoris at 35 to one, based on the fact that. If he wasn't coming off back surgery, if he wasn't coming off missing eight months, eight and a half months, that uh, he would be a much lower number than this. And so uh, I don't know that he can win in his first start back, but uh, I think he's going to play well.
0: Yeah. I think the, the key to this is he's going to go in with um, little expectation other than he wants to get through and feel the reps and feel the the hunger of it all again. And I think Look, I haven't spoken to him directly, but that's the word that we've gotten is pretty much what you said, like, okay, yeah, he could have come back in the fall potentially, but when he was talking about that way back when they still hadn't formalized what the fall was and how it looked and what were, what was you know, what it was going to be for, et cetera, yeah. once it became apparent that he didn't need to be in there based on his injury status, et cetera, um, I think he did the smart thing and stayed out of um, tournament golf until um, right now where it's going to be very relaxed. He's over in the Bahamas. He can just sort of feel his way into it. And look, and if he comes dead last, so be it. He's just getting through. it. if he wins a the thing, then clearly we need to think, whoop, here's the guy we may have forgotten about going into next season. So uh, we'll get a little bit of a, a vibe on it, uh, which is good to see. Uh, all right. Well, let's, all right. since we've left him on the board, I'm just going to take him now. I'm going to take the other favorite since you've left him there. I'll take Scheffler with, the, with my fifth pick. Um, just like Hovland up in that four to one whatever range. Look, he's second the last two years to Hovland. Uh, sixty-eight point one three, I think, scoring average at Albany. Are those odds great? No, <laughs> but is Sheffler the type that turns up and plays most weeks whenever he wants? Yes, I mean, what did we say it was? How many was it? Sixteen, seven, and eighteen top twenties in a row on the tour this year. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, I was trying to do the, I was trying to go back through the archives actually. Uh, recently last week or whatever else to figure out if you had to put 100 on him and rolled it over on that stretch in just top 20 and we're talking top 20 is like you know minus 250 minus 450 minus 400 for some of these events where he ended up getting it Um, but you could still have rolled over into well over sort of 10 grand from your 100 um, had you done that of course now you had to know when to pull out (laughs) and you may have rolled it all the way over into the open championship and missed out when he was Shock are a T23, but look, he's a model of consistency, Scheffler. Um, So I think even if he's not fully on it, a little rusty, he'll be somewhat there. He's going to have to make some putts, though, if he wants to be first. Hovland won so when he wasn't putting well, so maybe not. We'll see.
1: Yeah. um, No, it certainly makes sense to play Scheffler there. I think when they opened up, Hovland was a little shorter than Scheffler. In some books, he still is, but for all intents and purposes – co-favorites this this week, which makes a whole lot of sense. One more reminder before we get to our second nine picks, Links and Locks podcast is presented by Bet365. 365. Bet365 365 does not do ordinary. It believes that every sport should be epic. Every tournament, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, see for yourself when you sign up today with code ACTION. And you'll get $365 in bonus bets when you bet just one dollar. Whatever the sport Whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 or older only must be present in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions apply. We get to the back nine of our picks. Pick number 10, I'm on the board. And as we said before we started the draft, Benny, 20 players in the field last year. We picked 18 of them. We left two on the board. One of them in his uh, rookie start made a uh, a third-place finish out of it by the end, and that was Cameron Young. It would be really silly if you and I left Cameron Young sitting there <laughs> once again, and he wound up playing a really good uh, event. So I, I'm going to throw Cam Young in here. It's a place where you can just smash driver all over the place. That's the biggest <laughs> weapon in his bag, so I like him.
0: Yeah, and he's also you know, been playing a little of late. So that helps, yeah. you know, just knocking some rust off. He was testing new irons or got new irons in the first event of the fall that he played um, and has been getting things going again. So yeah, look, he was ready. He was, I've just had to cross him off because he was the next on my list. Yeah, if you didn't grab him, to... which moves me to my next pick. Let's see. Right, right. I'm going to go with a player who recently came off the bench to to perform somewhat okay in an event uh he's been inside the top 10 his last four starts at the hero including a second place a few years back and he came off the bench at the netflix cup tony finau oh. uh get him around the 22 to 1 etc now let me let me tell you my thoughts here tony's finished as i said like 7th 7th 10th second at this event he his scoring average in round one in those in, in his Hero. Um, career is 72.7 off. He has been disastrous starting the event. But then the other three rounds, 67, 69, 68, like he basically then turns up and starts playing. So you could make a case that he's been getting there a little rusty um, and not sort of starting as quick as he should have. Well, I'm going to say that the Netflix Cup has got some rust out of Tony Finnell's game and that maybe he's ready to rumble. No, And look, I'm, I'm being a little tongue in cheek there, but I think that he knows that okay, he's got to start stronger at this. He, he can see the stats. He's he's spoken to it in more general as well. That uh, There's a few players out there that say, look, they fall into the trap of first round trying to feel their way into tournaments, including major championships. And these days with the talent so deep, you can't do that. Um, Tony's talked a little bit about wanting to put the foot down um, early. So hopefully he can do that there in the numbers, isn't it? 22, 24, 25 to 1, depending on where you get him there may be some value there because if he does start well, it shows that he's been able to finish strong there every time he's
1: played there. All right, Benny. It's gone too long. With the (laughs) pick of our Hero World Challenge draft, I will take the tournament host, Ah. Tiger Eldrick Woods. Uh, I'm going to throw Tiger in here for a couple of reasons. First of all, the number is obscene this week. Like, usually Tiger, like the Yankees, like the Lakers – yeah. um like the Dallas Cowboys he he's a guy who essentially starts out shorter than he should because everybody's a fan and everybody wants to bet him because they're betting with their heart. Tiger this week is 50 to 1 at bet365 outright, 70 to 1 in some other books. I get not wanting to necessarily play him for a win in his first event back, but I will say he's fresher than just about anybody else in the field other than Will Zalatoris. <laughs> Probably as motivated as anybody else, he is certainly not going to embarrass himself this week. if you expect Tiger to come back and he's limping around and hitting shanks and that it's just it's not happening. He's going to play well now as well does that mean he wins this week i I don't know about that, but i just I don't see him playing poorly. a top ten at even money, so basically he's got to finish the top fifty percent even money this week i'll I'll take that for Tiger. Certainly. And so I think that might be the play on Tiger this week, but in any case, couldn't let him go any longer. I get it. He's coming back after nearly eight months of no competitive golf. But, uh, my, my biggest prediction for this week, Benny is right now. He is currently a hundred to one to win next year's masters, which might sound crazy considering he hasn't played any golf. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing that by the end of, by the end of the night on Sunday, after he has played all four rounds, his number is something closer to 50 to one because everybody's going to watch him play and everyone's going to go, oh, that dude can win at Augusta National again. I'm not saying he's going to. I'm just saying Mm -hmm. the general public is going to look at Tiger, become very optimistic, and they're going to believe that he can do it again for a sixth time at Augusta National.
0: Yeah, like you you mentioned something, a a phrase there that I uh, heard that that tweaked me because my working column this week I hope will be out tomorrow, maybe the next day. We'll see, but a big break tournament is essentially along the lines of when is it okay to bet with your heart? And not usually, never, some people will tell you, but I'll <laughs> yeah. tell you the opposite. I'll tell you the opposite. I said every now and then there is there are fairy tales in sport. There are things to get excited about. There are, there are small bets you can make that add to the excitement of the experience. Uh, and you mentioned it there, the top 10 I've seen it as much as plus 250 in areas for him to top 10 this week. To me, a little small investment on that and, and just wish it to happen is, is fun, you know, because this is a guy that you said to, to see, I mean, what a world. Can you imagine you and I back in the day, mate, when we were out there covering Tiger in his prime, we, if someone told us that, oh, you know, he'll be 46, 47, but he'll be 80 to one in a 20-man event, like we would have we thrown – like we would have said, here's a thousand, here's five thousand. Like we would have, we would have taken a collection, right? And just said, and people would have, it would have been ridiculous to even think that you'd ever get him at 80 to one mm-hmm. uh, until he was 80 years old, basically. Um, I know a lot's happened. Um, but, but it, it's, it's just great to see him back. I hope that, I hope things are going well. And I know it's, it's not the goal swing that, that the injuries hurt. It's like literally just life and walking and, and staying. Uh, being able to you know to handle that, um, and in the past he used to joke about going out on the Champions Tour and whatever else, and oh that's where his mates are. Oh, well, I'll come out there and dominate. But he, we really didn't expect he ever would play. Honestly, I'm telling you, I, he, that's changed in the last few years. I think once he hits 50, knowing that he can take carts out there, he's the type of guy that might just bump on out there to the Champions Tour and play their majors and win them all. You know, like mm-hmm. like this this guy's still there. Um, so yeah, maybe the top. I, I, I had him here to pick him up. If you didn't, I was like, maybe Jason will just let him slide. And then that was going to be my play. Um, have some fun with the top 10. Try to get some plus money. Just just will at home because fairy tales in sport do happen. He's proven that before. Him winning the last few events he's won in his career. Prove that these long shots can happen. All right. got to pick another player now after you've yeah. stolen Tiger from me. Yeah,
1: hey, Tiger, I'm glad I stole another one from you.
0: Yeah, okay. Let me see here. Mm, there's some chalk there. I could leave. Uh now let's go with another um long odds in that sort of that 35 to 1 area, which is, you know, I think only Woods and what what Lucas Glover's about 50 or 40 or so. Yeah. Yep. There's a bunch of guys at 30, 35. I'm gonna take one of the 30, 35 guys um here that been there, done that, knows the place better than most. Uh Justin Rose for me. Yep. I think that. Given that he lives there, plays there more than anyone, um, has quite a few top tens in this in this event, I think you could, you know, the top ten or top for for Justin Rose is a potential good plus money play. I'm just going to try to bring up what he is for a top ten.
1: Top seven at plus one hundred and fifty on Justin Rose. Okay, yeah, there
0: you go. I I don't mind that plus. That's that's not bad. Top seven plus one hundred and fifty. Uh rattle off what ninth, fifth, third, fifth in his last few appearances there. So um again, just knows the place. He's gonna be able to pot it around and, and score when when others might have trouble in certain conditions. He'll know them all. Um and he's not gonna be out there parting his weekend off. He knows Bahamas very well. It's the basically a home game. So I think you get some value there for the veteran Justin Rose. Yeah, okay, that makes some sense. Uh, and he loves himself some money, and he, the more higher up he goes. And by the way, that the purse will be announced that it's not three and a half million this year, it's four and a half million. Oh, it'll be announced tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, local time. So we might have a little scoop on that. So even more money for these guys to take home, and Justin Rose will be very happy about that.
1: Uh, look, Justin Rose was fantastic at the Ryder Cup. I think that at some point that's uh, going to equate to some personal gain as well, not just... Uh, winning as part of the team. So I think that makes a whole lot of sense in what is a a home game, sort of. I'm not sure he lives there full-time. I think he's moved back to London, but he's kind of yeah. all over the place. in the jet setter, so. Uh, all right, the I'm, well. I'm with trepidation for my next pick, the 14th pick on the board. I'm going to go with a guy who, in his debut last year, didn't break 71, didn't break... Uh, he, he was basically, scoring average was... 73 for the four rounds, uh, finished in 17th place, shot 78 in round two. Max Homa was not good last year. But Max Homa, when he gets into contention, he usually wins. That's what's happened with him many, many times in the past. Essentially, when there's only 20 players in the field, you start in contention. And so he's already in contention this week. I'm looking for him to have a much better week now that he's seen the golf course a few times. And I will take Max Homa. Admittedly, odds that are too short for me to bet this week but let's say he opens and he's four or five back going into round two and that plus 800 number that rise up to plus 1300 plus 1400 i'd be more inclined to throw a live bet on max homa but i do think that he will play much better than he did last year
0: i'm i'm uh selfishly convinced that since the end of the playoff season the regular season before the fall when I wrote my story on the top 10 players most likely to win their first major next season because as you and I know we've talked about this many times average of two a year for a long time have won their first major I left Max Homer off this list and since then he's gone and played very well winning in South Africa uh, you know contending etc I have a feeling um, that he might burn me again I was going to leave him out I was Literally here on my list, I'm like, okay, we've gone long enough, I better grab him and you've grabbed him. Um uh, yeah. I just I I think that in the right environment, he's figured it out. And this is one of those right environments where it's you know, guys having a good time, he's still got a competitive juices. He's kind of like a mini JT, right? Like, um he, he's got the that edge and that X factor in a in a head to head battle. But unlike JT, hasn't figured out how to take it to that next level in the in the majors, the big events yet. Um, that's the next evolution for Max Homer. He's definitely talented enough to do it, and I'm I'm waiting for next year to where where he does something miraculous, and people bring back my <laughs> my story and say you had no faith in Max, and uh, he, he he'll let me know. I'm sure. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting one. He he just sort of hovers there for me. I, I really want him to do well. I'm just not hundred percent convinced yet until he steps up in one of those huge events yeah absolutely and eight to one again I, I'm, I'm with you i don't love it if it was 12 13 14 He would have been one of my first picks um but eight is just just a little too short for me
1: all right two picks uh, left where uh, are you uh where are you looking for this one how many how many picks have i got left well we've got <laughs> two left each maybe we do three just so we don't leave anybody out <laughs> we say one of us picked a winner this week.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 that'd be good. We could claim it, and you know we wouldn't. No, we wouldn't be like the others. So I'm sure there'll be plenty out there who give you 12 picks this week, exactly. and then when they, one of them wins, they'll let you know. Exactly. Um, all right, okay. Uh, I'll I'll take Spieth. I'll take okay. uh, the guy that could do uh, 20 to 1. It's probably it's probably right in the right spot. You know, he could if the if Jordan Spieth the miraculous comes out, he could win it. If Jordan Spieth um, not too bothered and is having a little, is tinkering, which he has been at this time of year in the last few years, then he could be dead last, which I believe he has been uh, at a few times. Let's have a look. What, yeah, 15th, 20th, 16th Yeah, uh, in not his last good three times. Not good, but but has won it before. It was third another time when he was playing much better. It's a rocks or diamonds, 20 to one. I'm flipping the coin with everyone else, including the odds makers there you're either going to get great value at 20 to one cause he's going to go lights out or you're going to wish you didn't touch it with a 10 foot pole because he's going to be at the back end of the field. Um, let's, let's ride the wave. We always do with Jordan Spieth though. Let's see how he goes. I'll take him.
1: All right. Um, yeah, Spieth was not going to be on my card, no matter what. I just, it's just not happening for him right now. I, I wonder what? if he's, is he bringing the kids plural? He just had another kid recently. Oh, his that's right. Penny, so uh, I don't know exactly. Um, you know, what speed's looking at for this one, but uh, he's, he's also uh, skipping the PNC championship. They were expecting to are hoping to have him in a few weeks and he's not going to be playing that. So I I just don't know how much golf he's playing right now. I will go with my next pick to a guy who I, I traditionally like to target when scores are closer in relation to par when it's tougher out Winds are blowing, tough conditions. All of a sudden, Matt Fitzpatrick—that kind of—that gets his interest. Yeah. At the Hero, last let's see, we can go back as long as we want. Here at Albany, winning scores have been 16 under, 18 under, 18 under, 20 under, 18 under, 18 under, 25 under. Yeah. So essentially, like, don't expect this to look like a U.S. Open in the Bahamas. This is <laughs> going to be uh, a scoreable golf course, especially as a par 72. That said. Just a few weeks ago, Matt Fitzpatrick won on the DP World Tour, the Dunhill Lynx Championship, with a score of 19 under at that one. That one, of course, is a pro-am. He won with his mom, which is really cool. Uh, My mom texted me and was like, "Uh, I wish we could have done that, but you're not good enough. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Said the same thing right back to her. Uh, That said, uh, he has proven, at least uh, over the years, to, to not just be able to play well at the ones that are, Tougher scoring conditions. He can go out there and make a whole lot of birdies if he needs to. I'll throw Matt Fitzpatrick in there. uh the same number as JT, 16 to 1.
0: Yeah, this at this point in a draft, that makes sense. The city oh his T13, T12, the times he's played there, had me stay off him at 16 to 1. Yeah. Um, for me, I would have liked to see him 28, 25, to to just again, for exactly what you said. Like you don't usually equate him with a birdie fest or or at least see, even if it is windy right even when we get a, a tournament with a lot of wind there's always one round where it sits down and you need to shoot 62 that day you know like you're gonna to have to do something low and i just not that he can't do it it's just that i would pick other guys to do it ahead of him or do it more likely than him all right
1: down to four okay. we've got yeah, sep straka yeah we got brian I, harman yeah we got lucas glover and jason day i i I have a feeling I know where you might go. Uh, let's yeah. wind up uh, playing an extra two holes, which you and I have done in the past before. Uh, and we'll just go uh, We'll go 20 deep this week because there are 20 players. Don't want to leave anyone out. And we want to make sure we pick a winner.
0: I'll take Jason. Yeah. Um, yeah. And look, 35 to one-ish or whatever else. Um, I'm doing this just out of – just because he's a mate. Look, <laughs> here's the reality of it. Um, Jason's not usually in his prime um, at this time of year. It's pretty cold in Ohio. It's not snowing in his place yet. He's still able to practice in the backyard. He's doing a lot of chipping contests and punting contests with his caddy mates and whatnot there. It's getting colder. But also, they just had another kid recently. He's just, you know, he's got plenty happening away from the golf course. He'll enjoy being in the Bahamas. He'll enjoy having that break. But I don't think you'll see his best golf happening in amongst that. So that's why I've left him down to the bottom of the draft board here. I've got to take him because... You know he was a former number one. this is a major winner he can he can turn it on if he wants to. he just tends to uh, play on ability alone though rather than really lock in uh, and I think that that is what will happen again this week. I think yeah he could he could flash up a low round, but whether he does it over four rounds is debatable. um so I'll take him, but just as a mate more than anything else because even when he was at his peak peak in 2015 I think he was that was his best performance in this event he was fifth and not really contending. So I, I just don't have the form guide to think that he'll change his attitude. He will enjoy the time, though, given, as I said, just had baby number 785. So we'll, we'll see.
1: <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> oh, but nothing preps you for an event like that. Um, except <laughs> <Tiger>. <laughs> All right, I will go with the guy that I actually thought about taking earlier. Uh, last year, if you recall, Tiger Woods was a late scratch for this event, and they're like, yeah. oh, no, we need another guy. Who can we call? Well, Sepp Straka to the rescue. The big ox came down to the Bahamas and all he did was fire an opening round 69 that gave him a share of the first round lead wound up finishing in 10th place. But that whole week had to be a blur for him because he had no business uh, even thinking about playing. And all of a sudden he gets the call like, hey, you're in the field if you want it. And I think he missed a friend's wedding and had all this stuff going on. I I will say that Sepp Straka is probably in a better frame of mind to go play good golf this week than he was a year ago. So let's throw Sep on there. I like, I love Sep's game. When it's on, it's really good. When it's off, it can be not so good, but that's okay. I'll take the big range.
0: All right. Well, there, yeah, that would have been where I went. And now we've got down to two guys. And unbelievably, well, they're both major winners. Both major winners. Yep. But I am going to take the one that won his major way, way, way before the most recent one. Wow. I'm going to take Glover over Harmon. Um, and again, I'm going to do it because. Uh, we're going to potentially have this birdie fest or whatever else. Um, And I just think Glover's going to go there with who cares attitude. Like he's like, I can't believe I'm in this thing. Let's just see how things go. And if he can, if, if, if huge, if if he can get some of that iron play that we saw in the playoffs, just turn up, then he can do something. Um, That being said, Harmon can do the same. Toss of the coin really for me to pick between the two in this event, but one of them's 50 to one and one of them's what, 28, 30 to one. So I'll take the, I'll take the 50 to one shot.
1: All right. Well, that does it because we have concluded with the final pick of the hero world challenge draft. Brian Harmon is going to win this year's (laughs) event. You heard it here. Took 19 tries for us to go through the entire field and find the player who's going to win this thing. But I knew we'd get there at some point. Congratulations to open championship winner, Brian Harmon, who throws another trophy on the mantle this week. I, I, I'd like to uh, take full credit, by the way, of outsmarting you the entire way, Benny, and keep going in different directions that kept you off the scent of Brian Harmon. But this is really the pick I wanted the entire time. There you go. Like I said, I outfoxed you here. I I will gladly add Brian Harmon to the list. I hope that Brian Harmon is listening, as I'm sure he always does, to this Links and Locks podcast because... He's gonna. I don't know if he can tape a podcast to the refrigerator, but if he can, he would do it. Tape the whole phone out there. Put the whole laptop on the fridge, Brian, because we have taken you with the last pick of the draft. I hope he goes out and wins this week. I love Brian's great story, and hope he continues playing some good golf. Look, I we gave it a nice send-off at the end of the RSM Classic pod. Wasn't sure we were coming back for one more. We did. I think we're done now for the year, so I'll once again give the send-off of thanking everybody out there for listening throughout the entire year. We have so much fun doing this podcast for you guys. Hope you have as much fun listening. If this is your first time joining us, Hey, we're here every week during the PGA tour season. Find us wherever you find your favorite podcast, subscribe, rate, listen, download every single week during the entire PGA tour season. We're off the pod for a little bit. We think, but you can check back at golf bet action network for all of our coverage throughout this week. and, beyond as we start previewing the season just about a month from now we're almost there benny but in any case for ben everill i'm jason sobel thanks again to everybody for listening to this one good luck with all your picks for this week's hero world challenge get them brian harman here's hoping you guys hit the green action network reminds you please gamble responsibly